Ezra International presents. Return to the land of your heart. Out of exile into the promised land. Return to where dreamers dream. Where spirits soar. Where it all began. Return to the land. Return to the land of your heart. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. Today, Jews are returning to Israel in great numbers in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, and we, as the body of Christ, are called by God to meet their need to return home. Hello and welcome to Out of Exile, Into the Promised Land. We have a very special guest today. His name is Pastor John Varner. You're not going to want to miss this program. Stay tuned. What if you heard that your next door neighbor was hungry? Would you feed them? What if you saw a friend being attacked because of racism, the color of their skin, or their nationality? Would you come to their rescue? What if you knew that your own family member was cold or scared or sick or dying? Would you do everything in your power to help them? Jesus calls us to make a difference, and today you can. The Jewish people are experiencing brutal hate crimes against them all over the world, and many are in need of finding a home. Their home is Israel. Visit EzraInternational.org and give your gift of hope before time runs out. Ever since we began this program, Out of Exile into the Promised Land, I've been looking forward to this day because I have a very special guest in the studio today, a gentleman I've known for about 10 years, he and his wife, Pastor uh, John Varner pastors of uh, Course of Praise Church in Elmore, Alabama, and I know he's going to be a blessing to you. So, uh, Pastor John, welcome. Thanks, so, Barry. So nice to have you on the program. I've really, I've looked forward to this ever since we began this program Well, to have you down. Goodness, I, we're glad, I'm glad to be here, too. Um, since we've become involved with Ezra, things have really been different in our church, and I'm just glad to be here and say, we're glad to be a part of this. Amen. Now, this is a pastor that knows what it means to be involved with the Aliyah, helping the Jews return to Israel. And, and Pastor, uh, I really want to uh, have you begin by sharing what has happened with your, within your church from the time that we made our first visit uh, to your church back uh, 10 years ago. You were in a storefront church. We, we had started the church, uh, started in our home, and we were in a storefront building. and. It appeared that of all of our efforts to gather money to buy land and build a building, we were just going further and further behind in the whole process. And uh, we did have some money that we had put into a bank account. And uh, out of that money, we intended to pay down 
on a piece of property and try to build a building. But in order to do that, you had to have at least 20% on what the property was going to cost, 20% mm -hmm. down on what the building was going to cost to build. You had to pay the architect. You had to pay all kinds of things, pay the rent on the building you were in, pay interest on the money you were going to borrow. And our church is not a really large church. It's probably an average-sized church mm -hmm. for the United States, right. okay? And uh, we just weren't, it was not happening. And I had made up my mind that I'd heard other pastors say that, you know, we had a building fund and we gave to a church down the road and look at this miracle that God worked for us. And uh, I had determined we're not playing games with God. Amen. I'm not going to try to manipulate something because somebody else had it happen. And this money that's been given will be for the land and the building. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> God spoke to me that we were to take $5,000 out of that building fund and give it to Ezra. Mm -hmm. And the people had given it for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And so it was not right for me to take the money and give it without their approval. And so I asked for their approval. And we did take a vote, which we usually don't do in our church, mm -hmm. okay? But we took a vote and said, how many of you would agree to let's take $5,000 and give it to Ezra? And so... Uh, the people agreed, and if there was any objection, they didn't have the courage enough to <laughs> voice it. And so we gave the money. And I really didn't know what was going to happen out of that. I do believe that God wanted us to participate in blessing the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. Genesis 12, 3, God yes. said, I'll bless those that bless you, Abraham. If they curse you, guess what? Going to be cursed. They're going to get that curse on them. Yes. And so... We, we did something to bless. It was a sacrifice for us. Sure it was. But what happened out of that, we met a banker. The banker said, come to see me. Bring the information that I need. He sat at his desk, went through the information, had his calculator. When he finished calculating, he looked at me across the desk and he said, you've got the loan for this land that you're looking at. We had found uh, at that time 14 acres of land that would work. It was an old greenhouse farm. We, had, we would have to go in and dismantle greenhouses and build buildings and this kind of thing. And he said, uh, we're going to give you the loan for this property. And I said, well, we're trying to come up with the 20%. And he let me finish talking. And then when I finished, he looked at me and he said, this is what we're going to do. I mean, this was God working. I didn't, I didn't realize it until afterward. This is what we're going to do. You bring your money, put it in my bank. I'll loan you 100% oh, wow. on the property. Praise the Lord. I'll pay you twice the interest you've been making on that money you've had in your building fund. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, can you make escalating payments? He said, no, can't do that. But I'll let you make interest-only payments for the first year. That'll give you time to take the other money and, and do some work that you need to do to make it work. And so uh, when he finished, he looked at me, stood up behind his desk. He looked at me and he said, I'm excited about this, aren't you? And I'm going, uh, 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 yes, sir, I am. A preacher lost for words. I, that's a miracle. Yeah. And so I finished, and I, I, I go out, and I, and I sit in my trunk. In fact, before I went out, he said, there's an additional six acres that's been cut out of this piece of property. The man that owns that property is in trouble. That land will come up for sale, and your church has got to have that land, too. And he said, I'll do the same deal on that land as on the 14 acres. He forced the issue. <laughs> we went from not being able to buy anything to this guy is forcing our hand to <laughs> take God. the property. Praise and so God. I finished. I went out and sat in my old pickup truck. I just sat there. And I went, 
God, I mean, I was really spiritual. Golly, what just happened in there? We went from can't buy any land to this guy saying, you've got to have the land. You don't have to come up with a dollar. You don't have to put a dollar in it of your own right now. You've, you've got to have this property. And, and I'm, I, for days and days after that, I just, I just sit down and I think about it, Barry. What happened on that? We helped, we helped Israel come back into the land Amen. that God had promised to them. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, God did the same thing for us. He just gave, I mean, he just put it out there and gave it to us. Uh-huh. We went from, it can't happen, it won't happen, it's impossible for it to happen, to boom, all of a sudden, it, it did happen. Did happen. Uh-huh. God did it. Yes. You know, and I'd like to encourage the pastors that are watching now. You know, pastors, everything we do has to do with us gathering into our congregation, and, and it has to be that way. Uh-huh. You, can't, uh-huh. you can't just ignore your congregation and ignore the gathering process. But I do believe this, that the promise that God made to Abraham is still effective today. Absolutely. And if pastors could see this, that Mm -hmm. the blessings that they want to come to their church is connected to how we connect Mm -hmm. to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes. How can we go to our God in any kind of connection with him without being connected to Israel? There's a man seated at his right hand that is Jewish. Okay. In fact, the promise God made to Abraham was to his seed, not seeds. Uh And that seed Mm -hmm. is Yahshua. Yes. It's Jesus, Mm -hmm. our Savior. Mm -hmm. And he's alive. Jesus didn't go back to heaven as God. He went back to heaven as a man. Mm -hmm. There's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Yes, yes. And I had one time where I went to pray and I first started considering Israel. And I went, wow. I'm talking through a Jewish man, and he has not forgotten where he came from Amen. or the bloodline that he's connected to. Yeah. And there's a, there's a thing I believe that comes to us if we can but recognize it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm ashamed that I've spent so many years in the ministry and didn't have a realization of this, Barry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God's opening our eyes. Well, and that's happening to uh, pastors all around the world. And lay people sitting in the, in the pews also. There's an awakening that has come about into the body of Christ about what God is doing prophetically with Israel and the Jewish people, returning them to their land. But, you know, you mentioned that you're, you're sorry that uh, you didn't uh, uh, become aware of this earlier. And the same thing happened with me. I I was pastoring for a number of years, but I never realized through the prophetic word what God is doing or was about to do with the Jewish people and their return and so on. So, you know, my uh, my comeback to that is, is simply that it's all in God's time. God's timing is perfect. You see, if God had given the founder of our ministry, who will be on our program uh, soon as well, uh, this understanding, this awakening of what God's doing, bringing the Jews back, if that uh, realization, that awakening had happened 25 years ago, uh, nobody could do anything with it because they were not permitted to leave the former Soviet Union countries. Uh, So uh, when the walls of communism came down in 91, the Iron Curtain came down, 
things were opened up. Then the revelation came. And so we're on God's timetable. Now's the time to move. Uh, yes. We're in a now time with God. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, be- I believe that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's really stirred. Of course, we've, we've come back and we've followed up on that since then. And we've done something uh, beyond the 5,000. Uh, in fact, uh, we started uh, at a point in time of receiving an offering in our church for Ezra. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling the people, God wants to bless. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be incorporated and included in mm-hmm. this blessing that he wants to pour out. Pastor, I want us to pick up on that in okay. just a minute. We're going to take a short break here and uh, make you aware of how you can become a part of helping bring these precious Jewish people home to the land of Israel, where you can not only see Bible prophecy being fulfilled, you can be a part of it. So stay tuned for a very important message. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires, Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle. And it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time, to the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying, by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. Welcome back to the program. I do hope you'll take advantage of the offer that was just made available to you. Uh, Call that toll-free number at the bottom of the screen. We have operators waiting to hear from you. And uh, when you speak to them, give them your prayer request. We we really want to uh, know what we need to be praying about for you. We want to partner with you in in this uh, area of prayer. And and, uh, we want to take those prayer requests as they come in and roll them up and put them in the western wall here behind us, the wailing wall, as they do in Israel. But uh, you take advantage of that opportunity. We, we would love to partner with you in prayer. Uh, but we've been speaking to Pastor John Varner of the Course of Praise Church in Elmore, Alabama. And John, you were just sharing with us uh, how this all started with you. It was special offerings in your church. Or you want to pick up on that? Well, you know, when we first started participating, we didn't really know what God was going to do for us. We just felt that we were supposed to do something. We felt an a pulling, a tugging in our heart to do it, and we followed after that. And in doing so, we made that special contribution out of our building fund, and it was because God spoke to us. And then I really believe that the property and the the land that he gave us was a direct result of his blessings from having participated in this blessing he made. It was To me, it's a blessing contract with Abraham. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and we hear so much teaching about prosperity and about God wanting to bless you. But I believe our blessings are connected to His program. Amen. Amen. Now, correct me if this is not the major issue in God's heart is to get His people back to Israel, uh, back to that land. Yes. Yes. How many times do you tell me that those promises had been made in the Old Testament? How many scripture? Oh, it's estimated over 700 times. 700. Wow. Can you imagine? So it must be pretty important to God. Yeah, those prophets were continually speaking about this. Yes. Got to get them back. Well, there was a time uh, 
where was it over there, where God told Abraham, leave your country, leave your family, and leave your kinfolks. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I want you to go out. Why? Why would he have them leave that? Because his daddy was, <clears throat> pardon me, an idol worshiper. I want you to go. I've got a land for you to go over there and worship me in. Yeah. Okay. And then later on, they're stuck over there in Egypt as slaves. Right. And he told Moses, he said, "Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go to hold a feast unto me. I want them to come out here and worship me. Mm -hmm. I've got a place for them to go to worship me." And of course, we know it took some effort to get that done. It did. Okay. God not only raised his hand then, but the Bible says in Isaiah, where is it, Isaiah 49, anyway, I think it's Isaiah 49, 22, uh, that he said he raised his hand to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. So he's raised his hand again. Why? Because he wants his people to come back into the land. Mm -hmm. And Hebrews said that, that it was the land of rest. They, there were some that wouldn't believe him in days gone by, so they couldn't enter into his rest. What was he talking about? He was talking about coming back into that land. He had a land for them to come into. Now, if the world could understand, and I don't know that I understand it totally, but I do believe this, that for Israel to come back into that land and be restored to what God has for them is going to release benefits and blessings to the earth like we have never known. Absolutely. This whole world Absolutely. is creaking and moaning and groaning. It really is, isn't it? Because it's out of harmony yeah. with its creator. Mm -hmm. And God wants something to happen. Mm -hmm. And I believe that what's happening with Israel coming back into the land is a major part of God accomplishing what's in his heart. And, and we started participating in that as a church. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, God has, has blessed us with the land. Now, here recently, we, uh, I felt led that we were supposed to raise $10,000 over a period of time. Like I say, this, our church is not a large church, right. so right. to tell our people, we're going to raise $10,000, they're going, yeah, yeah, Pastor, yeah, <laughs> right, go ahead. And I said, okay, then every Sunday for a given period of time, I think it was about 12 or 13 weeks, we're going to receive a special offering for Ezra, mm -hmm. okay, knowing that we're blessing Abraham, Genesis mm -hmm. 12, 3. So every Sunday, after the regular tithes and offerings, we would just pass the offering baskets and receive an offering for Ezra. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't, I'm sorry to say, we didn't raise $10,000. That's right. I was so disappointed in yeah, that. We I... raised $17,400. Praise God. And, Praise and I'm God. standing there with my mouth open saying, Whoa. Whoa. Oh, ye of little faith. Yeah. Do you think that maybe God might be involved in this thing more than we realize? Amen. You know, and, and, and I, I've read that scripture in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 where, where, they, where Jesus said, It's not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And, and, and I, we've understood, we've got acquainted with the power he's allowed us to experience by the Holy Spirit so that we can be witnesses of Jesus. But I really believe, Barry, that the time has come that what God retained in his own power, he took that, to me, it's like him tucking it under his wing, so to speak, mm -hmm. and saying, I'm not going to redelegate this to anybody else. I'm not going to release this to any other operation. It's going to stay right at my heart. Mm -hmm. And through my power and my working now, 
my people are going to be, this nation, they said, when are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? When are you going to make us independent, put us back in the place of restoration? And he said, I put that in my power and at the right time, and when the timing is right, I'm going to release my power and it's going to be done. Who would have thought that walls would have come down when they did, Barry? Well, amen. And, and so all of this is in, in direct uh, leading of his power, his timing, and this is the season that we're now living in, that, that prophetic season that all the prophets wrote about. Well, you know, and, until the, uh, ver the Iron Curtain came down in 1991, these precious Jewish people that were working couldn't with... Couldn't get out. They couldn't get out. Yeah. They could not. They wanted to return home, but they couldn't. Uh, it wasn't God's time yet for them. And now that wall came down. And of course, that wall came down, uh, the Iron Curtain came down for two reasons. So the gospel of Jesus Christ could go into Russia, mm -hmm. uh, which it has, and a great strong churches in uh, former Soviet Union countries. Uh, the one I attend in Kiev, Ukraine, 35,000 members. Wow. Unbelievable wow. church. And uh, so the gospel was going in, but the second reason was so the Jews could come out. And uh, since that time in 1991, after the Iron Curtain fell, nearly two million Jews have fled those countries and are now at home in Israel. So we just give God praise and glory. But it's Amen. all God's timing. Amen. And it takes, it takes resources for that to happen. Oh, absolutely. And God said, that he was going to use the Gentiles, that's me. That's right. That's people like us to get the job done. And if I could do anything today, I'd like to encourage you to participate in this thing. Don't just sit back. Not long ago, I asked our people, and we were receiving that special offering that day for Ezra. I said, how many of you people have ever done anything to bless Abraham? There were only about two to three people that raised their hand. And I said, you haven't had the opportunity, but now you have the opportunity. And what will happen while you're watching today, there's something stirring in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I just want to tell you, that's the Spirit of God working and moving on you. Participate. Do something. Mm -hmm. What you give, what you, what you, whatever you do in this process will not be a loss to you it will release a blessing that will come back to you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much time we've got, but I, That's I, do, a good word. I do have a personal testimony. Please, okay. we, we have about two minutes. Okay, my wife and I had made a commitment during this period of time of how much money we were gonna give in relationship to the $10,000. We gave that. Mm -hmm. We had some friends that were coming through town, called us, said, we wanna meet with you. We ate some dessert. He pulled out of his billfold, pulled out a check out of his pocket. He said, we made this out a month ago, but just finally got around to getting to meet with you. It was twice the amount of what we had given Ezra. <laughs> now, we knew this had to be God because Absolutely. these people, we knew what they had gone through personally. Mm -hmm. And for them to do this was a sacrifice on their part. Mm -hmm. But I'm going, wow, God, you're more involved in this than I even realized. Yeah. Yeah. This is the heartbeat of God, wow. His people. Wow. Amen. Great testimony. And my friends, those blessings are waiting for all of us as Gentiles. Uh, Pastor John uh, mentioned earlier Isaiah 49:22, And it says there, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, not this is what Barry Wagner says or John Gardner or John uh, Garner or, uh, or uh, Ezra International, but this is what the Sovereign Lord says, see, I will beckon or I will call unto the Gentiles. And that's anyone that's not Jewish. I will beckon unto the Gentiles. I'll raise up my banner to the nations, the Gentile people, and they, the Gentiles, will carry your sons in their arms and their daughters on their shoulders. My friends, every time you enable us 
to pick up a small Jewish child and carry them onto the airplane in, in Moldova or Georgia or uh, Russia, or Siberia, or Ukraine, any of these countries, you are making that Bible prophecy become reality. So we want to encourage you, and especially pastors, uh, contact us. Call the toll-free number at, at the bottom of the screen and uh, contact me. And uh, let's set up a time that I can come to your church and, and uh, share this prophetic message with your people. Uh, we have uh, so much to do and so little time to do it. And Pastor John, you did say that it takes resources. And without churches like yours standing with us, I was just at your church the 5th of May, wasn't it? The first Sunday in May. And they presented me with a check for $17,400. And uh, they're not a large church. They're an average-sized church. And uh, the blessings that I've seen over the years come out of your uh, participating in this is unbelievable. So uh, we, we look forward to having Pastor John with us in another, uh, on another program of Out of Exile into the Promised Land. Pastor, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Barry. Thank Bless you. It was a long cold winter in Russia this past year. COVID cases were high and the economy has suffered. For Jewish people trying to make Aliyah to Israel, there have been delays up to seven weeks to get on flights. But now as spring approaches, corona cases are decreasing and some restrictions are lifting. Currently, there are hundreds of Jewish people backlogged and ready to go home to Israel, and thousands more who will follow. The Lord said through Jeremiah that He'd bring back the children of Israel from all the lands. Ezra International has helped over 80,000 poor Jewish people find new hope in Israel. You can be a part of this prophetic fulfillment for only $30 a month for one year, you can help a Jewish person make it home to the land of their biblical destiny. Please visit EzraInternational.org and give the gift of hope today. Well, I know this program has been a special blessing to you today because of our special guest, Pastor John Varner. And uh, we are so delighted that you chose to be with us for this very special program today. Uh, we want to encourage you to uh, call the toll-free number at the bottom of the screen. Speak to those operators who are waiting uh, for your call. And uh, give them your email address, if you will, and, and all of your contact information. We want to begin to have that relationship with you uh, by email and through these television programs. Programs, and we pray that you will become involved in what God is doing to bring His chosen people home to the land. Also, send us your prayer requests. Give them to the operator when, the, when they answer, and they will get those prayer requests directly to me, and I will, you will see me on the program. Roll them up on paper, and we'll put them in the wall behind us. This is a replica of the Wailing Wall in the city of Jerusalem, and we want to partner with you. We want to pray with you that the needs of your heart will be met through Yeshua HaMashiach. Thank you, until the next time. We're asking you to help us. For our $25 donation, we'll send you a CD entitled and Still They Come. Now, you may be able to do more than $25. If you can do $50, we'll not only send you the CD, but we also send you Brother Barry Wagner's book, And Still They Come, Israel's Final Return. We believe this is their final return. Pick up that phone. Be sensitive to what the Spirit of God is saying. Call that number on the bottom of the screen and join with us and be a part of this great thing that God's doing in the earth today.